And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Clearwater Revival. Oh, I love these guys. Listen to this stuff. Another good driving song. And again, wet, spangly guitar. If you're going to talk, I have to put you up. Hold on. There's Zuckerman. You have me and Zuckerman. Where we're at... It is uh, something you call Easter, something you call Passover. Are there any other holidays on this day? Ramadan is happening right now, too, for Ramadan. Happy Ramadan to everyone. Happy, Um, happy, happy ghost story. You know who's not having a happy uh, Ramadan? (laughs) (laughs) And this is a big victory lap for you, Zuckerman, so I'll let you tell everyone. Okay. Lieber swine. He does not have the swine flu, but he does have the COVID. (laughs) Poor Lieberman. You know, he said he wasn't going to get it. I don't, I'm not celebrating that he has it. This is a told you so moment. No, you're getting it too. Everyone's getting it. I'm not going to get it. Okay, there you go. You're going to get it. You will get it. Why? uh, Johnny very proudly would send us his negative tests and tell us sometimes twice a week he was never going to get this, right? Like an idiot, he would do that. (laughs) Yes, of course. (laughs) Tempting fate, the evil eye, the Kenahora. You know, sure. Yeah, Lieberman, you're going to get it. So that's why you were happy. So last week he said, uh, I said, hey, are you in town? We want to do a podcast. And he said, I'm I'm about to get my test results, and I know they're going to come back positive. I said, oh, my God. And sure enough, he had it. Um his wife has it. Um, and I said, well, at least keep Richard from getting it because he can replace you when you die. And he said, Richard has it too. Richard recovered, I think, quite uh, right away. But um, Lieberman sounded bad. His wife apparently was worse. I don't relish my victory. Do you want to, should we call him and check in Let's with him? Let's call him. Here, put on these uh, headphones here. Let's hear Are those are the ones that are plugged in? Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. Let's hear from our dying friend. And uh, you, you tell me if you can't hear. I, I hear you great. I won't put Johnny's number. Tell everyone what his number is. All the fans can call him. I'm sorry. Hold on here. I'm, I'm moving through my iPhone in real time. We don't want him to die until Pike's Peak. <laughs> then he can die. <laughs> right That's re- what you're upset about. Right result, wrong day. There's <laughs> <laughs> one ring. We are calling Johnny Lieberman at his home, COVID Central, also known as the hospital ward. Maybe he's already passed. (laughs) (laughs) Can you hear him? It would be appropriate for him to die on Easter. (laughs) (laughs) Why? (laughs) It makes sense. One more Jew down. He's not going to pick up. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. He knows we're calling. This is Johnny Lieberman. 
calling the sick ward. Hello. <laughs> Johnny, you have uh, Spike Ferriston and uh, Paul Zuckerman. Is it okay if we use your voice on the air? <laughs> yes, of course. Yes. <laughs> How are you? We're checking in. Uh, not great. Still? <laughs> Still? I'm not. Yeah, no, this this sucks. It you, is. Uh, you got long COVID. How long? Yeah. How long have you had it? Uh, I mean, I we took a test Monday. Today's Sunday, so uh, but we knew we were. We kind of knew we were positive when we took the test. So well, I you sound terrible. A week. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been better. I'm much better today than I was like uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. Was just like awful. Do you still have the fever? You said your fever hadn't broke. No, it bro I had like a over a hundred. It's, it's just it's I, I'm at like ninety eight point something, but my normal temperature is like ninety seven something. So I've just been like a degree up. He's corpsey. Yes. Yeah. He's cold. Yeah. He's cold. He's good. So he's just a degree up. Yeah. How did you get uh, it? But Are you going to share with everybody how you got it? I, I don't know specifically. I mean, you know, in general, we went to Kentucky. Right. Uh, <laughs> so it's Kentucky's fault. It, it's Kentucky's fault. I mean, look, to be fair, there we let our guard down. Uh, there's a couple situations where, you know, we were uh, indoors and unmasked with... Uh, Undressed. Uh, uh -oh. Richard's here, by the way. Is he, how's Richard and, feeling? Uh, oh, he's fine. He, poor kid, though. He's, he's you know, he's we're, we're all still testing. Hi, positive. Spike. Hey, Richard. Hey, how Richard. are you? Good. Do you need to go number two, Richard? <laughs> Zuckerman, leave him alone. <laughs> so, so, say something mean to Zuckerman. Hey, Zuckerman, you're dumb. <laughs> hey, yeah, Paul. You're raising him right, Johnny. Yes, you're raising him right. I know. So what was no, it, Johnny? The, the, poor kid is, the poor kid is cooped up. because Forget the Amy. kid. How did you get it? I, in Kentucky. I don't know. You, do were in, know. you were in a house with a lot of folks, and, every, and somebody brought it, it in. Unmasked right? and unclothed. Yeah, no, I mean, we were, you know, we were doing a lot of whiskey tasting, and uh, there was, you know, two times where, yeah, we uh, we should have had masks on probably, and, and, or not probably, we should have had masks on, didn't. Zuckerman but, said, uh, and I think rather astutely, when people get drunk, they talk loud and they spit in your face. Do you think that was it? Uh, it not really, honestly, because like... The, but that the, happened. No, I, I, Is I'll, it possible you. your beard drifted into your mouth and your beard gave it to you? Yes, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of possible. No, but like, you know, honestly, we, we the first couple nights we, we were getting drunk, but then like, you know, we, we're old people, so like that stopped. Yeah, uh, yeah. And just based on what I know, we would have we contracted <sighs> it around Thursday. Poor guy. And well, we just weren't. You know, it's we just thing. weren't even partying. We partied like Monday, you know. So what do you, but, so yeah, we how long are you out? Every, how long are you out now? You just don't know well, until I mean, you test negative, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we're going to, we're testing again tomorrow. We tested yesterday. We're all positive. We're going to test again tomorrow. Oh, uh, so uh, how, how much have you recovered? Are you 50%, 60, 70? Uh, okay. So from my weakest, I'm about 90% better. But the problem is. I'm still hacking up like rainbow loogies. It's disgusting. You're like disgusting. It's just, oh, short dang. dick. You had to ask COVID. him about that. Now we're hearing about his loogies. <laughs> this is horrible. You asked. Also, I didn't. He did. Where's this coming from? Yeah. Well, I mean, you, the collective, the royal you. <laughs> um, well, we want you to feel better. You inspired no, me to go out and get a booster, which I did. Yeah. And well, then I yeah, because that's 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 the thing. I, I'm, I don't know if you talked about it, but like 
two of our friends that we went with, they got boosters like just before we left. And so the, even though they tested positive, they barely had symptoms. Wow. Amy and I, That's great. So you're unvaccinated? What's that? You're unvaccinated? Stop it. Will you leave him alone? He's sick. What? I got vaccinated want you before to... you. <laughs> and, and then did you get the booster? Yes. yes. In October. But see, he got his booster. He yeah. What he's saying is he and yeah, I got brother. our... He and I got our boosters in October, November, and they get sick. But these other folks right. got their so boosters. So you double boosted now. Yeah, I walked I in and go just got it. Another booster. I, I I can't afford to go down right now. Yeah, no, this sucks because it's like I'm just you know I I woke up this morning uh, at I don't know probably like seven o'clock, and then at nine I I took a nap until noon. You know, I'm just, wow. I'm just having that sounds no great. energy. <laughs> well, except that you wake up like sick and you're trapped in your house. Okay. Enough sympathy for you. All right. Well, feel better. Thanks. You sure? Yes. Feel All better. the listeners want you to get back so they can watch you drive off a cliff. That's right. Don't die well, before then. <laughs> well, I, will, I'm not, I mean, you know, look. I, I'm I'm fine. I'm gonna be fine. It's just it's just uh, it's just like a really bad. You know, have I had worse fevers in my life? Sure. But this just sucks, and it, and it's crazy how contagious the disease is. Yes, yeah, we know. It's just crazy. It's it crazy. is crazy, crazy. You know. All right. Like everybody well, in the we house look forward got to it. Lo- everybody in the house got it, huh? How many people was that? Well, I was gonna say I was gonna, everybody except for the one person who had it. There's one one right. one of us. Uh, she had it, so she didn't get it. But there was uh, there was uh, eight of us in the house, and seven of us. Got, got it, from it. Her. but some of us had never had COVID before. Wow. But the one that had had it didn't get it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Well, so, I look forward to the Lieberman variant. We all do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's mostly rainbow snow. L-I-E-B-3. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Feel better. Take care of Goodbye. yourself. Take care of Richard, please. I, um, bye. And we'll see Zuckerman, you. Zuckerman, you're dumb. Bye. <laughs> he said he ended that with Zuckerman, you are dumb. You know what's not dumb, Zuckerman? Mack Weldon clothes. It's no secret we all want to look our best this spring, right? Well, Mack Weldon is the expert when it comes to styles. Essentials perfect for the new season. Whether you want to upgrade your sweats collection or need that new gear that stands out to the changing weather, Mack Weldon has exactly what you're looking for. And if that's not convenient enough, let me tell you what Mack Weldon's daily wear system. All the clothes work together for real. So whether you're headed to work, going for a run, just hanging out on a couch, getting dressed takes no effort at all. They have sweatpants. They have sweat shorts. They have shirts. They have boxers. They have the half zip, full zip jacket. They have so much good stuff. Zuckerman knows I wear it all the time. I'm wearing Mack Weldon pants right now, Zuckerman. I wore them special for you. Check out Mack Weldon for yourself and save 20% on your first order. Visit MacWeldon.com slash SCRPod. <laughs> Why do they change these codes so Yo. much? They keep, every code is different. And then, of course, every I tell everyone you can you can DM me and I'll get. But now I'm just a code monkey. Like I'm just handing out codes to everybody because they keep changing. Well, here's the new one: MacWeldon.com/scrpod. MacWeldon.com/scrpod. Enter promo code scrpod. It's like a fish. Uh, MacWeldon.com/scrpod. Promo code scrpod. Twenty percent off. And find that cool look, comfortable look for spring. Love their stuff. Jerry said he met the uh, that Mac Weldon guy. Um, I had a great time at the Long Beach Grand Prix. Really? Was it last Sunday? 
last Sunday. Could have been the first time where I really had a great time, driven mostly by uh, Jack Ferriston and James and Mom and Netflix and the Formula One show. I don't know if you watched that show. I have not, but everybody who's watching that show, which is a lot of women, they become enthusiasts of F1. It's crazy. And I, I started coming home and Jack and his mom are watching TV, which, by the way, they just don't do that. He's like a teenager now. They're just not sitting watching TV together anymore, but they're watching racing. And I kept coming home. I'm like, what, what are you guys up to? And Eric is like, quiet. And she's like, Raikkonen is at P3. And we're, you know, she's starting to talk like an F1 fan, which was cool, right? So then Friday night, I'm driving home. They say, hey, uh, we need you to get us into the Long Beach Grand Prix. <laughs> Normally not an issue, but it's Friday night before the race, right? And uh, I say, let me see what I can do. And I said, but why? Jack wants to go. I want to go. And James wants to go. So we all went down there. And uh, thanks to Sue Crowther, our friend who was the PR person for Indy, no longer there, but she called up her friends. Um, our friend, Scott Dixon mm-hmm. and Mr. Rossi. Um, I got I, I was able to kind of get in there quickly and go everywhere and have an amazing time. And we were there the entire day for the race. That's the first time I stayed for the full race. It helped that the weather was good. It's usually brutally perfect. hot for whatever reason. It was perfect. It was like 68. You weren't sweltering. It had been 101 a few days earlier. But um, Scott Dixon, I'm like, you know, I'm like, hey, man. Uh, uh, Sue has got me passes in. I don't have anywhere to sit. So if you have any sweet, he's got a race. He's got a race. He's like, I- I'll hook you up. And then, you know, we get there a little late on the morning, Sunday morning. He, you know, crowds of people. He's just uh, come to the trailer. I text him. He goes, I'm in my, uh, I'm in my team meeting. It's going to be 10 minutes. <laughs> and then he yeah, just comes out of, then he him. just comes out a door. Hey man, come in. And we're hanging out with him. I'm like, don't, in my head, I'm just like, I hope I'm not bothering this guy. He's got hats for the kids. He's taking pictures with the wife. And he's, you know, personable and showing us his watch. He's got his Richard Meal watch. And, and I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I'm just trying not to say anything that can affect the race. Right? <laughs> Jinx him. <laughs> Jinx him. He's such a sweetheart. Um, and, and those of you who said you got to get him on the show, he's been on the show. And he's going he's gonna to come back on the show, of course. But thank you to Scott Dixon. Uh, uh, you know, then um, we got hooked up with Beth Peretta, who I uh, had not met or met once before. She used to work for Aston Martin, and now she has an all-female indie team. The mechanics, everybody. The engineers, everybody. They're women. And, of course, they are making news all over the place. I said, that's got to be the biggest story in indie racing. She said... Um, she gave me some number and I'll get this wrong, but she was like, these, the regular drivers have been getting social media impressions in the, you know, maybe the tens of millions. Her team is in the billions. Really? Yeah. It's a phenomenon. And again, you connect this Netflix Formula One storytelling because my wife isn't into the racing. She's into the storytelling and the people and the personalities. And now she's a fan, huge fan of Scott Dixon now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and Beth has this all female team that she's racing a bunch of races. She told me she's going to come on. You got to meet her. R- amazing, fantastic. Yeah, really cool story. And you know, could be the thing that you know breathes some new life into indie, right? Mm-hmm. And gives it that uh, gives it that thing. I you know I used to have 
I used to, uh, uh, I, I was brought in to sell a show, not unlike F1 with Indy. And, you know, these networks just didn't get it. I think we had it over at Amazon. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But, you know, there's a story there. Because, look, you got all these guys. You got Dixon. You got Rossi. They're all very different. All of the drivers. You now have an all-female team, right? It's a, it's a no-brainer, as they say. Tell that story. Maybe I should do it. Should do I do it? it? Do it. It's like, it's like American Ninja Warrior, but with cars, Ferris. So we're walking on the track. They brought us down to the track. We we saw the drive. Then we're, you know, as the race is starting around the cars, Graham had his uh, son or daughter and just a baby in his arms. And I'm like, what do you, why? A baby's at the track? And he goes, yeah, we do it for publicity. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. It, the whole day was really great. The whole day was really great. So I want to thank all of those folks. Liza Merkel with, uh, was on the team Rossi Racing. Um, you made a great day for us. Really the best. I've been there a bunch, and that, that was the best. And one year I went, and I did uh, a, a, a ride around with Mario Andretti in that right. little two-seater. And this was, well, that was pretty great. But this was a, a nice day for the family and everyone else. So thank you to all those folks. <sighs> what else do we have here, Zuckerman? Talk about your car. What are you driving? What is Spike driving today? You want to talk about that now? We don't have to. I like to bang these ads, get them out of the way. Get and them then, out of the way. keep chatting. Why don't we talk about Bob's watches? Because Bob's watches is cool. If you guys want to know what kind of watches I like on these pre-owned watch sites, go to bobswatches.com forward slash spike, and you're going to see my choices. These are things that I have picked. Maybe one or two I didn't pick, but I have strict guidelines about which watches I pick. Um, Bob's Watches is a company um, that's been around us for an awful long time. Um, they sell uh, authentic, luxury, pre-owned watches, um, vintage. I have bought uh, vintage GMTs as well as new Rolexes from them, and I've handed them back off to them, and they've sold them. We've actually made money on them. It's a nice, it's a nice place, and uh, they're very respectable when it comes to buying and selling. If you have second thoughts, you know, you sell it back to them. Uh, they're considered the most trusted destination to buy or sell 100% authentic luxury pre-owned watches. Shop vintage contemporary pieces from Rolex, Tudor, Omega, Breitling, Cartier. Paddock and more. Explore thousands of models available now at bobswatches.com. Overnight delivery and free shipping included. They have a nice box within a box within a box. An excellent presentation. And I'm currently wearing one right there. The new Rolex Daytona 116500 white dial. Ooh, big piece. Big, big guns. Beautiful piece. You can find it Very there. valuable. This one and one like it there right now. Um, if you're tired of waiting for yours, I think they've though they've appreciated up over fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> they've tripled, no, yeah, they've tripled or quadrupled in value. But you, some people can't wait, and some people don't care about that amount of money. And so you would go uh, to Bob's watches. What is money? Money's not real, Ferriston. You know, uh, before I get to that car, because I do have the Maserati MC20. Um, Oh, we could talk about that. There were some other things I, I, I thought were kind of interesting, Zuckerman. Um, and I meant to bring this up last week when Jerry was on the show. Um, a fantastic show, though. Jerry. That was, that was great. That was a good one, right? Um, he's going to be on an awful lot more because we're out here working. Uh, but I missed this. I forgot. The Felicity Ace Cargo yes. was laid out uh, to the drive, I think, is where I saw it. Uh, the manifest reveals the specific number of vehicles that have already been confirmed on board. 
15 Lamborghini Aventadors, representing the final production run, which Oof. Lamborghini is now gearing up to replace. 20 Huracans. Oof. 50 Eurises. Eurides. For a total of 85 Lamborghinis now resting on the ocean floor. Someone said the most expensive uh, faux coral reef in history. San James Cameron. Audi lost 846 vehicles. Porsche saw 580 cars lost. Volkswagen 523 some of which were non-U.S. models intended for Mexico and Central South American markets, likely alongside the three-seat Atticus lost. Don't what know is that. that car? I don't know. Never heard of it. Bentley lost 190 cars, Oof. which represents a not insignificant chunk of the 14,659 the company built last year. There was a bunch of Fent tractors. <laughs> <laughs> and then a bunch of weird cars. Did you hear about these weird cars? No, that what was down? that? That are almost more heartbreaking. <laughs> a 1977 Land Rover Santana. No. Yeah, those are cool. Those are really cool. I believe those were the Spanish, I, I, you know, there's a, the Santanas were the Spanish Land Rovers. There's some deal with that. A licensed knockdown kit of a Defender. Oh, I see. That's what it is. Um, 2007 BMW 750i. We like those cars. A Kia Soul. Whatever. <laughs> a mini countryman, whatever. A Nisa Versa Note, Nissan. Yeah. Uh, a 718 Boxster GTS 4.0 listed mm. as a tourist vehicle. Is that the Matt Farrah car? That probably is. Whatever. Sorry. I mean, I don't know. And mind. what about the Bugattis? Uh, there were no Bugattis. Yes, Matt, there were. Matt said there were, but. He said there were six. But he was wrong. I've, I've, I've since learned that he was wrong, you know, again. Well, we don't want to take, we don't want to disparage. It's not, it's, it's you know, not, not like Matt being, being, being wrong is a surprise, but, but he was wrong. he was wrong. He wasn't wrong. He was told some erroneous information. He, it was from a fairly good source, but the, the source appears to be wrong. What was the key? Wait, hold on. And here's the other, most upsetting, according to uh, Jalopnik or wherever I read this, oh, The Drive, the 65th Honda Prelude SIR ever built on its way to a new owner stateside was also lost before the owner ever got to see it in person. The drive contacted the Prelude owner and more details will be forthcoming. These on ludes. <laughs> but why? Why are you calling the owner? <laughs> to see how unhappy he is. <laughs> I'm over it. Give me a what break. What was the combined value, Ferriston? Does it say? It did somewhere. I saw that. Was it $40 million or $400 million? It's got to be more than $40 million. Then it would be four hundred. I thought I read that. I thought I read that. That's a lot of metal. Bye-bye. <laughs> See you later. Whoops. <laughs> Let's find someone to make a claim that he had cars on board. <laughs> yeah. But I heard, you know, I was out at Bill's today in this Maserati MC20, and I and I was there with someone who had an order for a GT3 Touring, and they were just told it's uh, uh, now delayed a year and a half. Because of that accident, things are now delayed a year and a half. So between the Felicity Ace, between the war, you can't get anything. And we got very, very lucky. Did you see that? That that uh, sticker I posted that was it was an outrage. It really was. Two, it, they doubled the price. Two hundred over sticker. Piggish. You think? Do I think? Unless you own one, like we do. Okay. Yeah. Still though. But it's imaginary dollars and piggish, right? 
It's, I don't know if it's right. I mean, the dealership, how is the dealership getting the money? I guess, right, the dealership is, is it's war profiteering in a way. Yeah, that's the ask. They won't settle at that. They'll probably, but they- But 150? Likely, yeah, 150, 125, right? I mean, yeah, fine, it's great for us, but we're, we're not taking that money off the table. Right. As you point out, that's what we mean by imaginary dollars. You must be dollars. happy that you kept this GT2 RS. I am at the moment, yes. Because those went back up. We kind of jumped out of ours a little early. Not I, you know, of any fault of our own. I sold of- a lot of stuff because I did that would be much more valuable today. But whatever. <laughs> Win some, lose some. Yeah. You know. That's it. Let's talk about this uh, Maserati MC20. So you just saw it. Gorgeous. It's gorgeous, gorgeous. right? Absolutely stunning. I've only had it for the weekend. Let me tell you what Maserati says about this car, and then we'll talk about it. The MC20 marks a new era for Maserati as the house of the Trident's first supercar in more than a decade. It also signifies Maserati's return to producing their own engines with the 621 horsepower Nettuno engine designed and built in-house by Maserati, which you will get to experience firsthand. And I am uh, high. What can I tell you about it? Okay, here we go. Um, Three modes, GT, Sport, Corso. Two-seater butterfly doors that whip up, which are cool. 621 horsepower from a twin TV6 that if you uh, had asked me before I knew what it was, I would have said it was an eight. Eight Eight-speed dual clutch, mid-engined rear drive. And let's see. Its competitors are as follows. And at the end of this, I'm going to tell you which I would buy more because that's what everybody always wants mm-hmm. to know. Would you buy this or this? Acura NSX, Aston Martin Vantage, Audi R8, Ferrari F8, Lamborghini Huracan, McLaren, Artura, Porsche 911, Tesla Roadster. Um, here's what I can tell you, Zuckerman, about this car. I'm going to tell you, first thing, I really like the car. And the something that's more important to me than it should be is the exterior styling and aesthetics of a car. When I look at it, do I go, oh, and this car, I do. And it's not just me. It's everybody who is seeing this thing. 100% right? agree. Right? It's in a blue, and I'm, forgive me, I don't know the color blue, but it's a very Porsche-y, Mexico, Riviera blue metallic, with metallic blue. in it. And you know, even coming here, Zuckerman, people are taking a, le- a guy in a motorcycle is taking a left. And he's waving. He's like, cool. I had it out at Bill's. People are flipping out over it. It's a beautiful looking thing. And the Trident is so evocative on the front that people want to cheer for the Trident. It's a really funny moment. I was up in my office at home and I had it covered in the driveway. And I could see from my office the UPS guy delivering a package and looking at it. And he stopped and he's looking and he's trying to figure out what it is. And I said, guess what that is? And he goes, McLaren? I'm like, no. He goes, Lamborghini? No. He goes, Ferrari? No. Acura? No. What the hell is it? And then I showed him and he flipped out. But that's, that's what I'm going to tell you, at least styling-wise, the experience is going to be with this car. You've got something that nobody knows about yet, and nobody knows that Maserati made. And for the longest time, I think you might have been like me and gone, I'm not even going to think about Maserati when it comes time for anything new or fun that I might buy. But here they are now with a car that I I believe the one that I have is still $250,000. It's expensive, but not the most expensive exotic car. 
but it's a very exotic looking exotic it's for the very money, right? desirable and no one else has one right so you know what's it like to drive um being a two-seater the interior is McLaren-like. You looked very at the interior, McLaren, right? Yep. And, and by that, I think I mean it's not very exotic. It's Spartan. very simple. It's very Spartan. Um, some folks feel like it should be more showbiz inside, but if you look, if you get into a Bugatti Chiron, there's not Bugatti. much. Go- <laughs> Bugatti. What did said, I say? You said Bugatti. <laughs> Bugatti. So Bugatti. Bugatti. You stupid I'm, Bugatti. I'm a Bugatti. <laughs> but if you get in a Bugatti Chiron, it's the same it's spartan it's kind of simple um so i I didn't mind that so much where it's different is how it drives so in the three modes the gt mode being the most streetable mode right it's still giving you a lot of feedback on the road like you're bouncing around a little bit you move it to sport to corso in the p in the pdk but in the automatic gearbox it's shifting at at very low rpms Mm -hmm. which is kind of a little off-putting right lazy so then you want to pop it into manual and drive it with the paddles but then it's it's jumpy so you know you have to think of this car as an italian muscle car with GT mode being the most drive to work during the week mode that really if you don't want to bounce if you don't want to well, if you don't want a stiff ride then perhaps this car is Can you new. separate the suspension dynamics from the engine dynamics? Yeah, you can. So you could put the suspension on the most comfortable but be shifting at higher at higher rates. It's you can do that. It's still not going to help this small issue. Look, I, I think most people are going to buy this car to drive on the weekends and they're going to have a great time. It is fast. You know, I had it on the highway here and it just blasts. But when you get on it, like I got on it on sunset because some little guy in a BMW with a surfboard was playing with me, the car jumps out. You know, it's all that power is going to those rear wheels and the car. It's if you like that experience, it went. Oh, you got a little kick out. (laughs) You got a little kick. Right. And, and a lot, I think a younger folks desire that it's, it's a real performance thing. If you're like me right now, it's not what I look for is something that I can drive all the time. So I want to be driving Monday through Friday one way. And then on the weekends, be out in the canyons and doing it. So from my brief experience with it, I liked the scissor door. I liked that the aperture of the door really is like a race car aperture. You really feel like you're getting into a carbon fiber tub. I read the car and driver review and it said that one of the lows was not a lot of driver assist features. And for me, that's not a low. That's a positive. I'm, I'm tired. You know, I'm tired of too much shit in a car. You're right. They did write that. And you were right. It, that is what I like about yes. it. Like there was no engine turnoff. Right. None of that uh, auto stop, whatever that crap is. I noticed my car was never stopping on its own. Yeah. And I didn't have to find the button every drive, right? Leave me alone. I don't want the driver assist. I want it to be of just a very Spartan experience that's about performance and driving. Right, right. Uh, yeah, they here, I'm reading their thing right now. Lightning quick acceleration. Oh, yes. Uh, zero to sixty was claimed two nine, which I guess we believe they. I think only got three two. Sharp handling. Mm, that's you know I would, I would somehow tune the suspension differently, and I would make it not so sharp in mm. the GT mode. I would try to fix that piece. Um, beautifully styled inside and out. You bet. 
Um, and it is a giant leap forward for the Maserati legacy. I really just like that little emblem on the front. I've of always course. loved the blue and white Maserati emblem. And the Trident but, Man. But it's a winner. It's, it's a, a winner. winner. Uh, that's what I'm going to tell you now. We're cheering for it. We're cheering for it. And I want to thank Maserati for giving it to me. Um, it's definitely something our gang would like. Um, now, though, what would I buy with its competitors? Now, I just found these rivals on a site. And I, I can't off the top of my head say they're all the same price. But what would I choose? Okay. Maserati MC20 or Acura NSX. Oh, Maserati. Maserati, I would choose for sure. Aston Martin Vantage, Maserati MC20. Maserati. Maserati. That's right. Audi R8 or Maserati? Maserati. Well, here's how I would... I, ma- see, you're right. I didn't drive that one, so I can't say. I'm going on looks. You haven't driven the car. You don't even have to weigh in on this. <laughs> you can't, I'm you weigh can't in decide. On anything. Doesn't matter you haven't first. driven it. Let me tell you what I'm thinking about this. The Audi R8 is better when you want to drive it during the week. It's a monster, and it's a very quiet, like Audi. You hear what I'm saying? Yes. The Maserati is not as quiet, but the design, the exterior styling of that car would push it over the edge. And you're right, Zuckerman. I would choose the Maserati. So I don't know anything, but I'm right. (laughs) How, How do you like that, listeners? Ferrari F8, I would choose the Ferrari F8. Mm. Yeah, the La- yeah. the Lamborghini. It just the, it's yeah. just more advanced and more together right now. The Lamborghini Huracan, the same. It's an aging design, so you can make the decision that way. But again, that Huracan is a perfect thing. It's kind of a for me. It's a push. It's a push for Zuckerman. But the Huracan is really a perfectly evolved thing. But again, if you want something new, you want something different that not everyone has. You're going Maserati, McLaren Artura. I have not driven it. I've seen it, so can't really say. The Porsche 911, I would not put those two in the same category. They're two very different ideas. If you want something, you want to be a little on the down low, go to work, you're buying a 911, you want something fun on the weekends, it looks like an exotic supercar, you're buying the Maserati. And the Tesla Roadster, they haven't made it yet. So don't even ask me that, Spike. Don't even ask me that. You know, more and more uh, people are putting those uh, yokes in their cars. Now Lexus is doing it. Toyota's doing it. Matt Farah. He tried to shut this down, Maybe. but it's not working. The yoke cartel is going to kill him. <laughs> Throw him over an overpass with a yoke tied to his feet. We got to get Matt back on. We got to call him up. It's I think time. he's traveling right now. Um, keep your car looking its absolute best year round with 303 cleaners and protectant. 303s revolutionate. What did I say? What did I call the Bugatti? <laughs> Bugazzi. I don't know. Clean Bugazzi. your Bugazzi. With graphene nano spray coating gives you professional protection in a simple to use formula. It will keep your Bugini's car paint protected for up to 12 months. I could be losing it, Zuckerman. And give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection slickness and shine throughout the year can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints between washes i'm using this stuff and it is good zuckerman i spray it on the cars in my driveway spray it in your gazache. and i ha- inhale it too i huff it <laughs> and i get high as a kite eric's gonna find you passed out with a rag <laughs> on your face <laughs> he's od'd on graphene again 303 graphene detailer to boost protection slickness and shine 
Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. 303radio.com for more information. Graphene Nano Spray. Use it when you run out of manscaping as well. <laughs> you can spray your junk with it, Suckerman. Um, in a surprise move, Tesla is no longer including charging equipment with their vehicles. Did you oh, hear really? about this? And how are you going to charge? You have to buy it separately? The move will leave new buyers without a way to recharge at home. And it's the a fuck? surprising move. Tesla has suddenly discontinued its longstanding practice of including charging equipment with its vehicles. Mr. Musk uh, replied to comments on Twitter about the new policy by saying usage statistics were super low, so seemed wasteful. Do you agree with that, Mr. Ferrison? Um, I'm going to tell you my experience because I can only speak from my experience. I am now we have our second uh, plug-in car. We had that BMW 530 i Performance, e Performance, whatever it was, and this. We have never once touched the charger that came with them. Not once. Okay. They sit in a little suitcase in the back, and. The decision I made, and I'm not sure everyone makes this decision, and I would never say it's right for you, but before I even got the car, I installed the home charger. I was probably more excited about the home charger than the car. And I don't know, because I just don't know the stats on this, but I would guess most people install a home charger because it charges uh, uh, just as fast, sometimes twice as fast if you hook up the right electric, right? So why would you plug it in? And then some folks use that charger if they don't have the extra 220 or 240 or whatever that is. You know what I'm saying? So for me, so I, it, it, it made perfect sense to me. Mm. Made perfect. Why? What do you think? I, I just, I, I guess you're pointing out it. I just think that people should get what they pay for. So if people aren't using it, though, and it's a waste, are they getting some sort of money off? Don't you don't you think I don't think so. Don't you think this is just like the no spare tire? They just stopped putting spare yeah, tires yeah. in there. Save a couple dollars. Well, did you ever use your spare? I did. I have. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like not having a spare. I've I've used I don't like them. The thought of it and I have used a spare. I've used them multiple times. Um anyway. That's what I think about that. I don't know. I, maybe it should come with it. It should it, every every time you get a thing, you want to be able to plug it in, like a, a little device or a little drone or a phone or any of those things. You want the ability to to do that. But listen to this, Suckerman. Here's some real information about battery electric cars and why you and everyone else is going to have them very very soon. Um, I recently read this compiled list of what it costs to charge your cars every year all right listen to this this is what it costs right now what what is it costing you to fill up your uh your biggest hog of a car right now one three digits yeah yeah right yeah I, i did my uh defender it was 140 okay and that is averaging that's a big bill that's every week now because i'm driving a lot all right here's a list of uh electric cars the top 20 most efficient EVs based on the most efficient version of each model. These are also the least expensive to fuel overall. You get a Tesla Model 3, you know what it's costing you a year to charge it? What? 500 bucks. 
You getting an idea of the savings here? I just told you 140 a week. Let's just say three times a month I'm doing 140, right? Versus 500. That's Uh, a big difference. Lucid Air, 500. Tesla Model Y, 500. Chevy Bolt EV, affordable one, $550 a year. You starting to see? I see it. You starting to see that? We all do a lot of driving. That doesn't matter. And this is where uh, the electric revolution is coming to help you. And you're going to get to enjoy this little grace period before they then start jacking up the electric rates to the same price of gas. Mm -hmm. That is my prediction for the future. Because, of course, they will. They'll find a way to screw us, won't they, Zuckerman? They always do. They always do. That's right. Who are you talking to on your phone? I'm just looking at something. Wait, I only got one guy to do a show with. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're looking at something. Okay, I'm trying you to keep know track of the show. Yeah. Tr- I, I had to return to Wordle for a second because... You're I- doing a Wordle in the middle of the show? <laughs> <laughs> Is it- I love Wordle. Do you, have you tried it yet? Have you tried it? <laughs> You're in a funny fats moment. I have, yes. And? It's great. Yes. But what? You're doing okay. Wordle right now? Yeah, yeah, you're doing ads. You're doing what, what, what is your Wordle uh, like strategy? Give me a strategy. Do you have a good first word that you start your no, Wordle no, no. with? You have to mix it up. You can't go to something easy. All right. You have ahead. to have different things, but you do want to have. <laughs> you, you want to have a good five-letter word? Spike's Wordle Radio. We'll be right back. No. Go ahead. I, I want to hear your tips on any given Wordle. Is there any strategy at all that you employ? Yeah. Go ahead. It, yeah. And tell me how. It's called my brain. Okay. okay it's my, but it's you can so, just randomly pick a five-letter uh, word. Yeah, but you want to have some, some gimme letters in there, an S, a T, an R. That's helpful. Ferrison, come on. You looked at Wheel of Fortune. What's your best wordle? What, I got it in three. Three? Because I've got it in two. Okay. I've never been that lucky yet, but I, okay, two was just, you got lucky. But I, I was reading about a guy, he said, here's the best word to start with, and you use it, and then I got it in two. And he Adieu. was right. I just got luck. A do? Yeah, it was something like yeah, that. I yeah, I read yeah. that, and then I said, fuck that guy. <laughs> I mean, that's just a cheat. Fuck the ado guy? Yeah. A-D-I-E-U. It's just like a French word, and it's like, okay, you're getting in all the vowels. It's a sneaky way to do it. You know what? You know what this is? This whole culture is like this right now. It's really funny to watch. As you know, I'm an obsessive tennis player right now. I've already played three hours, and I'm going to play right after this, right? And all people are talking about, of course, is paddleball. Pickleball. 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 Pickleball, dumbbell. Hey, dumbbell. Hey, dumbbell. You don't even know what you're talking about, but I know what you're talking about. Pickleball. Right. That's how much I hate it. I don't even know how to pronounce it. I don't even want to. So, but when you think about it, it's tennis for people who don't want to run and work out and work hard and don't want to hit a hard ball, right? It's that little plastic ball. And it's like, or it's like ping pong, except you're on the table. Wordle is just for dummies who don't want to do crosswords. Well, I do the crossword puzzle too. Ferris, and this is what's going to keep me from being senile. You'll be physically too late. Fit and it's dumb. not working. And then, and then, okay, I'm not going to play something called pickleball. Nor am I going to play cornhole. I'm not playing something. Those called are cornhole. two bad names, right? For games. Yeah, I'm not playing. Yeah, you want to play cornhole? So you, how you know? You know, the first thing you hear from anybody when you say pickleball is pickleball is the fastest growing sport in the world. <laughs> Everybody says the same thing. Really? 
Pet Rocks is the fastest growing product. I, I don't want to be a pickleball player. You can play with my pickle and my balls. Oh, oh God. Those are real uncle joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about collecting cars. And then think I'm of something to talk to about Wordle. after this. Yeah, go ahead. See if you can solve the Wordle during this no, ad. No, so I got to pay attention to you no, now. No, no, no. Now you don't. Here it is. You ready? I'm not looking at it. No, no, no. I want you to go on Wordle. And How I'm about gonna, we just punch each other? The, Why don't we just no, engage listen, in combat? This is, this is now a game, all right? I have to do a one-minute ad. You have one minute to solve I'm not the word. Finish it in one minute. Give it, give it your best shot, and see if you can do it. I'm serious. You ready? Welcome to Collecting Cars. <laughs> <laughs> this is so dumb. Take a look at this Ferrari 250 GT Coupe Pininfarina. Oh, this is a beautiful car. Beautiful Grand, classic Grand Tour benefiting from a full engine rebuild and braking system overhaul. Are you doing okay? I haven't even started. All right, start. Under the hood, a numbers matching 3 liter Tipo 128 Colombo V12 producing a dyno proven 212 horsepower. That used to be a lot. Driving the rear wheels through a four-speed manual transmission. This particular 250 GT is a Series 1 model completed in 1959 and delivered new to Switzerland via Lausanne dealer. Uh, the surname of the first owner was Guinness, and it's very likely that was the glamorous couple Lowell and Gloria Guinness, who are known to have had numerous expensive sports cars and luxury vehicles and who owned Villers Zanrock just outside of Lausanne. Wow, this is just a little too cool for me. It has recently received a recent repaint in the color of Grigio Scuro. That's a beautiful car. Let's see what else they have this week. You can find I'm all done, by the way. You did it? Yeah. Can I guess the word? Okay, guess. Flatus. <laughs> <laughs> I open with flatus every time. You should. I open with penis second. What yeah. was the word? The word is ample. 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 So what do you get out of that? Satisfaction. Okay. My competition with myself, there. Well, look at this. Brain. Here's some satisfaction. 87962. Remember that car? Yeah. Uh, 3.2 liter flat six with a single turbocharger producing 600 horsepower, driving the rear wheels. This genuine IMSA racer with updated composite Chapman tub was raced in period campaigned by Bob Aiken, well-known drivers Vern Stupin, Chupon, James Weaver, and Hurley Haywood. Hurley! Wow, that's an amazing car. What do you um, think that's going to go for? One eight, mm. two. I don't I'd know like where these race cars are at right now. I don't, but that's one of the most usable race cars you can have. That really is. That's you know the one of the winningest race cars too for yep. Porsche. A little bit of a sleeper there. Um, you might want to get into that instead of a nine seventeen. Getting some a little more modern. Um, they also have Superbike Sunday coming up. More than 40 of the world's most exceptional motorcycles are now live for bids. Oh, they're up right now. An event running till Sunday the 24th. An incredible selection of remarkably, uh, of remarkable street, road, and track bikes from the world's preeminent motorcycle manufacturers, including Ducati, Honda, Bamoda, Triumph, Magni, Ducati, KTM, MV Agusta, Suzuki. Wow. Lots of great bikes, too. Oh, man. Check out CollectingCars.com. Lots of great stuff going on over there. Guys are doing well. Speaking about motorcycles, Zuckerman, I had a motorcycle recently that I really yes, liked. I'm driving are. these BMW bikes that are uh, amazing. No, this was the 2022 BMW S1000XR. Street-focused adventure motorcycle. Um, it had little... Uh, 
cargo things, the red cargo things on the back. For your kid, for the kidney donors? And yeah, you put your organs in there <laughs> after you crashed. And one on the back. I took the two side cargos off so I could lane split. And I was in heaven. This is a great bike, Zuckerman. How many different versions of motorcycles is BMW selling? Do you know? Tons. It's good. Yeah. You- they sent me a list of all their press bikes for the year and just said, we'll just keep rotating. I feel so spoiled. I'm so happy with these motorcycles. Um, the R18 was a little heavy for me and a little much, but this bike was perfection so they call it like an, it's an adventure bike so it's upright you're a little tippy toe on it but not so much um it's about 500 pounds but it is fast and usable and nice i really enjoyed this thing zuckerman and because i had those side cargo uh boxes off i guess they're just called cargo boxes I was able to lane split and just blast through traffic, and you just want to live on this thing. But it's called an adventure grand tour, or or street focused adventure personality. Bike. It's so, got multiple personalities. Yeah, but it's made for the street, which I found really interesting because that's where most of my driving is. And I thought, well, why would you want that but on the street? And I think you want it for doing a little long-distance driving and road driving where you might go off-road for a little bit, but where you can come home with stuff and put stuff in, in the bike. And I have to say, I really, I really dug it. This one had a premium package, uh, an M package. Um, it's nine, it's a thousand, that's uh, cc's, that's the displacement. 165 horsepower, which just comes on right, right? Somebody said something once, and, and uh, when I was reading about motorcycles, that I really, uh, this bike is the same. It's like, you get on a bike every once in a while, it just becomes your best friend. Mm. That's what this bike did. You don't really need to know anything else about it. The BMW S1000XR quickly, very quickly became my best friend. I, I saw it in the garage, and I just had good feelings about it. It's hard for a vehicle to do that, isn't it? So where you, just, you just go, oh, my buddy. Right. My favorite jeans, my favorite sneaks. That's what this motorcycle was. And I, I have to applaud BMW for keeping to this business, to being this invested in making motorcycles. It would seem to me to be a small part of their business. But I like that it's still, you're right, it evokes some emotional response to me when most, almost all of the cars BMW is make, are making, I don't like them. The new ones? Yeah, the, the new BMWs really don't do it for me. Boy, I've been suddenly getting into them. I wanted to buy a Z3. <laughs> or is it a Z4? What's the little... It's a Z4 different? now. Z3, Z4. you're out of date about 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, Z4, Z4. Yeah. I kind of like the way those look. They just look like happy... It's the best looking one, but then yeah. if you go to the M, then you have to deal with those the, the kidneys in front. This bike... Let's see. So the seat height is 33 inches. So I'm 5'10". That's just a little too high, but totally, you know, if you're into these things, that's that's a bike for you to consider for sure. I'm surprised to hear you say that about, um, I thought you just had a, uh, doing, what are you doing now? I'm Googling. I want to know to what extent the BMW. Are you doing a seek and find? I want to. I'm doing the seek and find. I want to know. Then I'm moving on to coloring books. I'm going to be looking into what percentage of BMW's business is the motorcycle aspect. Ah, Forget that. Nobody cares about that. I care. It has nothing to do with you. But don't you like their cars? Like M3s and M4s are still great. 
they're losing me. What about the M2 you just got? Oh, that's a different story. That To me, that was the last valid one. But as time marches, I, but I'll, I'll tell you, I, there's a, a lot of brands I feel are losing their way. So BMW is just one of them. I just don't understand BMW's design language, most of all. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. They make some crazy choices, right? Yeah. Have you driven the Touring yet? <laughs> No. Didn't I drop it last no. week? No. And in fact, if I go to the garage, I'm going to drive the Cadillac. Or I'm going to drive the 66 right, 911. Well, well, that's a great car. That 66 is an amazing car. I heard about something today I'm going to tell you about after the show, but it's good. It had the right word in it. And I'll tell you the word. Can you Money? guess the word? Nope. Sell? What's the Money. most desirable word when you hear about a an old vintage car? There's one word added to the model name that makes it the most desirable across all vintage cars pretty much available to us (laughs) (laughs) prototype oh prototypes i love prototypes yes prototypes we want a prototype there's a prototype i gotta get more information on it but this is something coming our way or a friend's way or whose way uh i'm not gonna say but it it's, uh, I'm just, you know how these things come in and the listeners don't, but this is how they come in. My friend in Germany heard about a car. It's a, uh, something, some kind of prototype. <laughs> you want to hear about it? And I go, yeah, send me everything you have on it. I go, what exactly is it? And he goes, I don't even know. I'll send you the pictures. That's exactly, you're chasing stuff down and then you're making a judgment. Right. So I, I can't quite say what it is but when i hear the word prototype i start to vibrate yes weird features yes weird and and we've been offered you know i remember years ago sam offered me a prototype 911 that was clear-coated steel they did one without the paint this is so dumb it was a 75 911 it had no paint on it so it was just a plain metal clear-coated I know for the next car. to no money, yeah. Zuckerman. And I said, I don't know what I would do with that. Imagine how cool that thing I would be I wish we right had now. it down to run you over with it. I, I know what to do with it, kill you with it. And I know which car you're talking about, but I won't say on the air. Okay. Okay. What year? Probably 66. I don't think so. Right around there. Maybe. Possibly. And I know what it's a prototype of. Mouth it to me. No. Really? Nope. That's not it. But that's interesting. Is that car out and about? Yeah, there, there is one of those out and about. <laughs> the poor listeners. <laughs> you guys. Playing inside baseball. <laughs> Very rarely do these things work out. All right, let's talk about the Cadillac because Jerry and I were just saying, you know, how do you, we took, we, you know, we went down there and drove it. Yeah. You uh, you let us drive it, and uh, it's an amazing driving thing, but it spooked me. And I, I'm not sure I could ever get back into it. How have you been driving? I told you that the first time spooks you, it's too big, you, you can't even imagine but it. But have you been driving it? Yeah, and by the t- I told you, by the third time, you're back to tailgating and menacing. You're, you're, you, you get right back in this, into, into it, okay. like riding a bike. Well, I wanted to do that podcast in, in it idea, so maybe we, we can, will if Lieberman survives. How long before you'll get in a room with Lieberman again? Probably two or three weeks. 
<laughs> really? That long? Oh, he's so foul. I mean, as it is, he, he looks like he's like some giant germ. Could you imagine if you could put him under a microscope and see all of the germs and the bacteria? I'm starting to worry about him. He, he Shouldn't he be over it by now? Well, you would think, except his body is, he thinks he's healthy, but he's not. He's just, he's... Oh, God, I hope he gets better. Could you imagine what's invaded his body? The Staphylococcus, the Streptococcus, the MRSA. You're going to feel bad if he doesn't make it. No, I won't. (laughs) Really? No. (laughs) Easy come, easy go. Jesus, Zuckerman, you're (laughs) so cold. (laughs) I would feel terrible if Lieberman died prematurely (laughs) before Pike speak. (laughs) Uh, Well... That's the gallows humor, the dark humor of uh, Spike and Zuckerman. And maybe you, after this two-year pandemic of horrible things that have gone on. Maybe we're all just living in the dark pandemic, uh, post-comedic future, where everything, we try to feel better by joking about these things that really scare us. Like Johnny Lieberman's beard. That's our show, Zuckerman. We've done an hour. Excellent. Thank Um, you. We thank you all, as usual, and we'll see you next week on Spike's Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.